All right, so Mike called Augusta mm-hmm. to book a tea time. Sure did. And we've got the whole thing on tape. You're actually probably not going to believe where this thing wound up. It was actually easier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, he's got a tea time next Sunday. Yeah, uh-huh. right. He wishes. We're going to get to that in a second. Welcome back to the Golf Podcast. We've got a lot to talk about. It is, it is December. It's the end of the year, but golf is still rolling and we mm-hmm. saw tiger woods back in action for the first time since the open championship at the match yes i want to get your take on it under the lights we got a lot to talk about and we, we got, got tiger again this week that's right the pnc mm-hmm. so lots of lots to dive into here and i want to get straight into the match um because for one i just i thoroughly enjoyed it and i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say i think it was the best match yet yeah i can agree with that entertaining entertaining and i think what we've got here and i've said this before but i think we've got a recipe for something that can be a little bit more regular instead of this this once a year and i know the pga tour schedule is very grueling Mm -hmm. and there's very rarely a week where these guys would be able to do something alternate but how i would love to see regular matches played out I think there's some tweaks that they can do to make this work, but I'm thinking back of the days, the wide world of golf. Yeah. You know, you take two mm-hmm. guys and just head, go head to head and play a match. I love this under the lights idea. And I, there was some good and bad to it. And, I, and you saw some guys, some of the guys like tiger expressing some of the, like their frustration with mm-hmm. it, but I've got a lot of want to talk about what I like about this. I think we should see these more regularly throughout the schedule, put five or six of them throughout the year, space them out and I think we've got a winning combination. Dude, totally agree. I loved every bit of it. I mean, there were some little bones I had to pick. I'll get to those in a sec. Yeah. But, um, I mean, let's just jump right out of it. I mean, I couldn't, the, the, the lights was cool. I couldn't see the course. I couldn't, I couldn't, Pelican Golf Club, I didn't know it. I didn't get it. It wasn't bright, but it was just, you, when I love the aerial view where it just showed just the, the lit up holes. That was pretty cool. But to the point about the shadows and things, that must have been like really tough for those guys to play. They just had to literally swing. I mean, I remember one, JT was standing over the ball. I forgot what hole it was. It was like the second or third hole. And they were all talking about the shadow. Now it's in everybody's head. Now it's in my head watching it. It's just, it looked like it was a challenge playing in the dark, but the concept was still pretty cool. Well, you know what? If nothing else, it's part of the, one of my favorite parts about it is that it gives insight to their thought process. Yes. So, well, you see how much that affected them but like right before they went out they they were sent, showing some audio and the cool thing is about them being mic'd up is we get access we don't otherwise get and you hear tiger saying to rory like he's like listen i can't see the undulations in the dark he's right like, i'm gonna need right. your help reading some of these screens so there was a little bit of a struggle but from for us as viewers i think it was unique i think it was cool I, in a way, would have almost even toned down the tracers a little bit, the mm-hmm. tracers that they had in, because I think it's so cool seeing that ball flight into the into the lights. Um, but there was there was good and bad. Like in some ways, it's a little bit, and I understand it was it was let's, for charity. Yes, let's run through the bad first. Well, we? it's for charity, so well, I don't understand no one's taking it too of seriously. Course. And they have things like you got earpieces in, you're mic'd up, you've got something. Like, to me. I would like to see an element of a little bit more of competition okay. in a way. I'd like to see guys who are taking it a little more seriously. Like almost like a grudge match uh-huh. to a certain like right. bragging rights. Like see, and we, in which case to do that, you'd have to remove some of the mics. These guys have to get into there. They'd have to get back with their caddies. You have to play it like a real round. Sure, of course. So there's trade-offs to everything. Right. I like that competition, but I like this also this access. Like just being able to have, you know, at one point, 
Jordan Spieth was walking you through what he was going to do with a shot out mm-hmm. of the bunker. Yep. And getting access to that for me, like being able to like learn from it, I thought was incredible. That was one of the best parts. And you won't get that on a week to week basis because those guys aren't going to be like that. Right. Where, where I like that more even than like sometimes where it felt forced was almost the banter at times. Mm. Like they, you could tell like they really wanted them to rib each other and then yeah. you got Chuck in their ear and trying to, yep. and sometimes to me, sometimes that felt a little bit forced. Yeah, I'll say that. But it was cool seeing uh it was really cool seeing them talk to the announcers while they're playing yeah you know when they're talking about like, some ball fun sound bites. Right. And stuff like that i thought that was really cool and it definitely brought a lot to the broadcast you know it gave right. it like a mm. more relaxed vibe so i'm saying that you can go one way or the other and i think if they went that way and it was more of a relaxed just fun not very serious competition i think they did that perfectly one thing that i thought was an awkward moment i even messaged you about this was oh, the pregame. The pregame. Yeah. They're sitting there all in the chairs. And like I'm wondering, well, what's it must be like to be Tiger in this situation? Right. And they're sitting there and they're going around the horn to JT and Rory, all of them like, talk about how Tiger's the GOAT, basically. Right. They're just like, so so tell us your first time I- experience playing with Tiger. And Tiger's just got to sit there. And, and I, he, to me, like I feel like it would be like real right. weird. It's like, I know. These other guys, one guy's number one golfer in the world. And got to be talking about how Tiger's the greatest. But I guess, you know, he is. <laughs> right. So it's hard to argue with. But it was kind of funny seeing them go around the horn and talk that's, about the That's got to be pretty awkward. But JT told a funny story, mm-hmm. and he said, he was when he was growing up, he was a real golf nerd, and, you know, he would be around these events. And and this self-proclaimed golf nerd, which you could see his father grew sure. around golf. Family of golf, right. He said he went to an event. He was about 13 years old. He was just trying to get a ball from Tiger, and Stevie was his caddy at that time. And he said that he, knowing that Tiger played Nike, he knew he, he increased his chances if he took his Titleist hat off, which is funny. So, so, so a 13 year old Justin Thomas takes his Titleist hat off and he's just waiting and he asks Stevie, can I get one of Tiger's balls? And he gave him one. How funny is that? And it's just I funny. Now That's you great. see he's playing with them on the reg, on a regular yeah. basis. Calling him T. Yeah. Calling him T. Um, his dad and his dad is Charlie's coach. Right. Oh, he is. Okay. Hey, interesting. Speaking of coach and playing this match, do you feel these guys played well? I feel like they were struggling, like all of them. Even out of the gate, they're pushing shots, right? Yeah. Well, spoiler alert: if you didn't watch it, yes, you know, you could, we're going to talk alert. about it. We're going to talk about who won here. Uh, hopefully, by now, you guys have caught it, even right. if it was on DVR. But I think you're right for the large part. And I don't know if there's excuses of the dark or if it was just you having know, fun. They're not out of their element. Seriously. There's no caddies. They're doing it for themselves. They got range finders. They're trying to fire. That's the other thing in the dark. They said they had trouble firing <laughs> the pins. That's that's funny. But I didn't even think of that. One thing that when why I think ultimately why they ended up winning was JT specifically and and Spieth as well were putting like like yeah out. that'll do it. Sure. And uh, JT made some big big putts. They went ahead early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one super long putt the that JT sank early. Yep. I was like, oh, it's going to be a long night for these old boys. And he's saying, hate to see it. Hate, hate to, to see, see it. it you know? Yeah. But uh, I I think yeah they didn't play specifically. Uh, even Rory, for the most part, you did, I didn't see a whole lot out of Rory. Just some massive ball speed from time to time. Some bombs. But, but speaking of ball speed, did you see Tiger was? He, he had he a higher there. ball speed than than everybody JT. but Rory. Yeah. Everybody but Rory. Rory was putting up some crazy numbers at times, 180, 83, stuff like that. But Tiger was hanging around around 177, 178. And it, it's remarkable to see that because you see he is struggling. You could see like when he gets out of the cart, he, the limp is there. 
Right. And I don't know he's, now. He was I don't know whole the one. Oh yeah, I saw so much content on social with him limping. He was limping. I have he made high one doubts funny for Tiger joke, just seeing it. Tiger. What was that? They go, uh, <laughs> I forget who exactly who said it, but they were talking about, um, from the booth, uh, Chuck says how, because he, he, JT was wearing shorts. Yeah. So he says how good his calves looked. Right. So then they started commenting on Tiger's calf. He's only got one. <laughs> Tiger's wow. like, yeah, well, my calf is pretty good too. Yeah, he's out there on one. But speaking of oh, which, the guy's out there on one calf. He's got his, his feet, you know, the flanner fleshy artist, and he's putting up those ball speeds. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's promising. I still think we could see something out of Tiger. It's this week when we talk PNC, we'll break it down, but he's going to be more in like a more locked, focused setting then. Yeah. It's more of a competition. So we're going to see a little more real Tiger and see. But honestly, I see him limping more and more. I think he's always going to be limping at this point. He might it's going to be hard for him to battle four rounds. He might be. And he said, you know, I appreciate having the cart. So he said, thanks for yeah. having the cart while he was out there. Mm-hmm. But I still think he's not going to accept the cart on the PGA Tour, at least not yet. Yeah. That exemption. But um, again, just going back to it, like I'm watching it and and I, I would. that's one thing I would like to see is like it, sometimes at times it felt a little bit forced. And I understand it's because of charity, but like, you know, we get three holes in and all of a sudden they're doing a one club challenge. You know, but it's like if all the guys make birdie, they're going to donate a million dollars and stuff like that. Yep. And that's where to me, it's like I kind of like had a little bit of a craving just to see like a real straight up competitive match mm-hmm. between these guys. And there were a lot of these curveballs being thrown and you could tell it was just it was very as Tiger says hit and giggle. Yeah. But when they got to that that hole, it was cool to see like Tiger is still the master of creativity. And I think that that's why it goes back to how, how he was able to win. We talked about some of his streaks before, how he's able to win so much and for so long, mm-hmm. even when, because you, you take a guy like uh, Rory, number one in the world right now, clearly didn't have his best stuff yesterday. Right. And it's only one round. It's, it's all or nothing type of thing. So you got to have whatever. Tiger shows how he can even win when he doesn't have his best stuff. And he, he showed it on that hole when he go, the, each guy would pick one club. Mm-hmm. And w- if a club is picked, nobody else could use it. Tiger was picking last, so he didn't get the clubs that he wanted. He also was fi- funny. He's such a, so much gamesmanship. He wouldn't tell the guys what club he picked. Yeah. He goes, well, it's not, it's not one of those. That's all he would say. So he ended up going with the five iron, and incredible. Nobody shot shapes like this guy. Yeah, nobody. The crowd's like laughing. They're looking. He's lining up all the way to the right. right. He's, he's hitting these big slingers. Chuck was slingers. calling him trick shots. Yeah, yeah, he's hitting these big slingers. It was incredible. Did, yeah, I picked it up on the... Like while I was watching, I think Tiger after Rory hit was like slinger. He's Tiger oh screams slinger. I wanted to tell you. He goes, oh slinger. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder who said it first, Mike or Tiger? Me or Tiger? Come he on. was hitting these big slingers, and he was just like shot shaping and the things that he could do with crazy. it. Uh, it was just yeah. He was putting on a show with that stuff. He but, was. Uh, but my, ultimately, I, you know, it comes down JT and and uh, Jordan won. You know what I didn't like? What part? You got that part? They were calling each other part. Partners, oh, like partner. If you ever call me part on the golf course, I'm gonna walk off <laughs> in a scramble. Like I couldn't take it; it was just too much. That's yeah, what got you. I got the clip part. You got that part? I'll get it. For you. Oh. I'm like, come on, guys, no more. It's, it is funny though. You realize how much reliant they are on caddies because they would keep forgetting like their towels, exactly. the pin, and stuff like that. But yep. you gotta think about it. these guys play, you know, right? Three hundred rounds a year with a caddy. They're they're very used. They're to very it. used to it. To I, wanted to, that. I wanted to ask you this. Do you think that no matter how big JT, Rory, and Jordan are, do you think they still were nervous in front of Tiger? 
You think there's still always nerves of playing and you know, it's I don't think that they get nervous around Tiger because I think they also play a lot of practice rounds with him. I think they're closer than you think. Those that at least especially that crew. Yeah. Where I think that they can get a little messed up is I still don't think the Tiger's the king of the head games. Yeah. And I think Tiger can still, if he wanted to in a match, get under their skin oh, say just the right thing. Do you see him put the reverse sound on the golf cart? Yes. <laughs> but do you see why he did that? It's because JT knew that Tiger was going to move his cart during his swing to mess with him. So JT came over, took Tiger's keys, and threw him in the grass. Yeah, oh, no, I didn't see that. And that's when Tiger okay. said, I still got this, though. And he, he does the reverse sound <laughs> just to still get in his head. They're just like, it. that That was the fun stuff. That's like, what you're made not going to get in a more formal match. But uh, honestly, I like to see it kind of mixed in. Every once in a while, just give me like a real heads-up match for some money or for something yep. that matters. It would be really cool. But to me, it was like a lot of built around it to try to like stretch it out, the pregame, whatever. But it all goes to a good charity. So how much can you complain? But we wanted to see how much you guys mm-hmm. enjoyed the match too. Right, Zach, we put a poll up, right? Yep, I put a poll up this morning asking, uh, to, after watching the match, uh, would you like to see more night golf mm-hmm. uh, on tour? More events like this at night? More yeses there than no's, right? Yeah, we were about at 75%. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. It I does mean, make it's sense. different. It's cool. Look, it's, for yeah. us, it's a no-brainer. Right. I love the underlay. I love watching it. I think it's for the players. We were seeing how much more it was affecting them. But yeah. come on. You yeah, know what I mean? We're going to play it soon. Zach's got the neon balls right there. That's true. We're doing yeah. it with light-ups, though. We're going to, yep. Well, Florida under the lights. And and I, I I can't wait to do that. We've done it once before. We're going to do it again. And I, I just think there's such a space for that to happen more for the more golf courses, especially. I'm surprised we didn't see it more, especially during the COVID boom when mm-hmm. no one could get a tee time. You saw that that was not like an already lit course. They popped those lights up. Yeah, and it made me want to like as a course, like especially in these more densely crowded areas. Mm-hmm. What would be the return if like a a smart business move? To say, put the investment of, you know, for a couple months of the year to rent the lights, have the lights, have the lights. and be able to get yeah, tea times for four or five more hours. I think they pay for themselves and then more. I think so. I think a smart think we'll business play. Would, I think there's no doubt there's limitations on whether you're allowable. This probably, right. if it's a residential area, you mm-hmm. can't be running lights. But regardless, I, I'd love to see now knowing that it doesn't have to be a pre-lit course that they can just bring those lights in. The other thing too is why why I'm so focused on this idea of doing more of these matches mm-hmm. is because I think it opens the door to bring televised professional golf to some courses that are overlooked and not get to be part of PGA Tour events. Yeah, that's they, true. They're not the, either they can't support the crowds or... Um, they uh what do you call it they uh they're not they don't have the length right Mm -hmm. i think of a course like one of our favorites here sleepy hollow yeah right if you had it to be a little bit more limited as far as live tickets you know it can't support maybe you know eighty thousand people but maybe it can support fifteen thousand. okay right and it's not long enough for a pga tour event but it's got so much character Mm -hmm. to me if you wove in a couple of these courses that we would don't normally get to see it's marquee. Like, imagine it's Tiger versus Rory at Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, sick. You know, and you, you put that like around like October yeah. 31st. Yep. You know, how cool, how cool would that yeah, be? be but there's cool. courses like that all around the country and around the world that will never host a PGA Tour event, but they're Without courses. Without question, yeah. Right. That could host a, a one night match event. Mm-hmm. I think that that's another reason 
in I'm in the in the column of like why to do it, like why I'd love to see more of it. Yeah, I love it. Hey, listen, if we if we were able to plan it better, you and I should do a grudge match under that lights. But yeah. no, I'm just there for the fun. I mean, it, we, it's tough to play in the dark. We've we've experienced it once. It's not easy. Winter's yeah. Park and the lights was was hard. It's a it's definitely a little bit tougher. Especially you lose that you, ball like eventually, and you got to go find it. Right, and if you hit it, and you really want to prioritize hitting it's it not, where the lights are. Right. It wasn't as lit up as Pelican was. Right. But mm-hmm. but either way, it was really it was really cool to see. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna dive into the PNC and everything in a minute. But the other thing that this thing I had to to dive into here because it made the rounds everywhere on social media and for good media. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> let me say that again. Yeah. This this we had to dive into because it made the rounds of social media and for good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, this just this clip and it's from a, thankfully we've got it from a couple different angles. But this is at Pebble Beach, right? And specifically the seventh hole, which is the famous par three. Yep, it measures around like one hundred seven, one fifteen. Yep. So they had okay. it at ninety nine yards. Ninety nine. Ninety nine yards uh, that day, and the wind and the weather was like you've never seen before. Yeah. The flagstick is bending, whatever. Like a scene out of Caddyshack. Like a scene out yeah. of yes, yeah, something like with, with, thirty you know, plus mile per hour winds minimum here. Or- at directly least, in at the least. face in okay. the face and okay. we're going to show the clip here in a second so you can kind of get really because there's only we can describe it all we want you got to see it to believe it long story short this guy steps up and he hits driver 99 yeah. yards driver, driver puts it to four feet <laughs> zach do we have that clip that we can show here yep this is the first clip look at that, that it doesn't wind. show where it lands but but you just can get an that. idea of the wind and how crazy like, it was out there. So it looks like he's trying to hit a little knockdown driver there. Um, and it's just, it's blown right into him. But then there's another angle yeah, where it shows other. the results. So take a look at this one. Look at this guy getting two angles. Look at this weather too. Look at that. Oh, look at the flagstick. I wonder if you made the, the putt. <laughs> and look at the wind and stuff that was just the, the waves, the, the way it was pushing those waves. But the thing that you read between the lines and you realize here is Pebble Beach is kind of like a, a once in a lifetime play. Right. You're not right? coming back next week. Exactly. Right. And you book these tea times months, if mm-hmm. not a year in advance. Sure. And it's it's about I think it's like six hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Just, I'm talking about just, just the, the tea golf. time. Yep. There's a lot you once called there. Yeah. We're gonna get some of our calls later, but right. you once called there and it, it adds up quick when you think caddy mm-hmm. and you have to stay and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have that tea time. You're playing. We're playing. You, We're up, I mean, yeah, I'm to. playing. But here's my question to you, and this is the, what we saw a lot in the comments: Is that what you like? Are you disappointed that this is the weather when you get to play? Absolutely. But something like this happens. You've got a story you can share for life. Yeah. Plus, this made the rounds. This was on Golf Digest. <laughs> every single thing possible. Now you know he's kind of famous for the shot. He's famous for the shot. The famous. But what a miserable day! It would be a miserable day. I mean, you're talking five hours of misery. You are for that, but for that one shot of glory. I mean, think about it. You've got the story now to tell forever. That's true. That'd be like I, you like you play Pebble Beach. Yeah, I play Pebble Beach. I hit it was a driver on number seven to four to feet. Four feet in a tornado went viral. Yeah, <laughs> on golf. Di- yeah, in a hurricane. Right or whatever this may be. But another question I have for you is: bad enough for you, like you get the poor luck of having that weather that day. But how about the caddies? Yeah, it's a rough. We've got it. They're going day. out there. This is not a, a once in a lifetime. They're looping thing, twice they're that looping day too. There all the time, right? <laughs> now they go out there. They got this weather. Yep. 
You got to tip them extra, don't you? I think you. I mean, it's your miss. It. You didn't dial up the weather. Your misfortune. I know. As well. It's unfortunate. You, you got to give the guy extra for being out there with you all day. I think day? you can go either way with that. You'll get the guys who will say, "I paid enough for this crappy round," right? You know that I'm so angry about. Like I'm done. Or the guys who were thinking with the bigger heart, saying, "Dude, you were a baller with me today." Here, you were out there with yeah. me. Stuck it out. Yeah. Th- yeah. I think yeah, I would gotta gotta give him more. I would just feel awful. You guys, let us know in the comments. <laughs> do you tip your caddy extra when he goes out there with you on in that weather? Uh, and would you still play your round? I think everybody's going to say yes. Yeah, no one's so. going to miss out on that round. Just the Beach. wind coming off his jacket. Look was at it. It's insane. ripping. Well, I think about it. That's like a, a seven club wind. Because you're talking about 99 yards. He'd be hitting a, a wedge there normally. Yeah. yeah. And he's hitting a driver. It's so seven club incredible wind. shot. It made the rounds for a reason. That one was fun to watch. I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down for quite a while. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That one was, that's a story for, for life there. Um, all right, let's do a, a quick break there. Let's do a word from our sponsors. Then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the PNC, which is the next, we're going to get to back-to-back weeks to see Tiger. Yeah. And then we're going to dive into your, your phone yeah, call I need, to Augusta. I need some players to play with me at Augusta soon, so. <laughs> all right, so you got about a week left before Christmas. Holidays are here, so why not just give the best gift you can either give yourself or any golfer in your life, and that is a beautiful box of brand new Titleist Pro V1s or Pro V1Xs. Um, why Titleist, might you ask? Because, well, you don't get to number one by just talking a good game. You have to earn it. And Titleist earns that, the number one ball and golf title every week on tour with more players trusting the Pro V1 and the Pro V1X than any other golf ball and Believe me, it's not even close, guys. In fact, it's it's often more than 70% of the field, how crazy is that stat, uh, of players that are using Pro V1 or Pro V1X. And it's not just at the pro level. It's the number one choice for the NCAAs, U.S. Amateur, U.S. Women's Amateur, the U.S. Junior, and I'll just, that's just the name of few. So make yours, I'm sorry, make Titleist your number one ball this season. Tee up the Pro V1 or Pro V1X on your next round and always bring your best. All right, guys, it's cold out there. In fact, we had snow over the weekend i yeah, hate we to did. see it hate yeah. to see it but you know it happens uh but Love the good news is <laughs> he loves to see because he's a skier yep of course as golfers we hate to see it but we keep playing deeper and deeper into the season because mm-hmm. FootJoy has released its most advanced apparel layering system ever the new FootJoy thermo yep. series and it came in really really helpful for us in our recent vermont trip. convenient Right, it landed the day we left. It it did. Yeah. We got it just in time, and it. I've been wearing it ever since. But the Vermont series is going to premiere on our main channel in just a few days. Here, it's something that's become a regular th- trip for us. We love that fall golf, and Footjoy is allowing us to play deeper and deeper into the season because of this. F- a fantastic collection of base layers, mid layers, outer layers, even pants. And they're made with the materials that they not only move with you with no mm. restriction, which is key for any golfer. It's also super lightweight. We know that time of year when you're actually, you know, it may vary the temperature, easy to take them off, not bulky, easy to keep them, keep in store in your bag. Uh, but just using that layer, you're just going to keep your temperature regulated and you can focus on your round and not mm. focus on being cold out there. Uh, it's also so I'm going to say this right now. It's definitely one of the most stylish collections I've seen from Foot Joy. Yeah, they know what they're doing yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, look good, feel good. You can check out the entire lineup at footjoy.com and you'll get to see a bunch of it in our uh, upcoming Vermont series. Uh, we wore it, it to great effect. It was just a, a real lifesaver at times out there because it was, it was chilly. Yeah, it sure it was, was chilly. <laughs> uh, so go and check that out, footjoy.com. 
All right. So more Tiger golf this week and more Florida golf this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going to be at the Ritz-Carlton Golf Club in Orlando, Florida, um, which actually we may be playing when we head down to the uh, PGA Yeah, show. we have to figure out. No way. Oh, really? Yeah, it's possible. You know, it's it's one on our hit list of possible places to play while Are we're we down there. Are we staying in the Ritz-Carlton? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Sadly not. Um, but <laughs> Maybe it, next year. The yeah. PNC, it, it, so this is a... Uh, it's it's a champions tour event it's not a pga tour event okay um but it still carries a pretty significant purse just over one million dollar for a two-day 36 hole scramble event uh which has no doubt increased dramatically in general awareness and viewership in the past two years or so with tiger and charlie i mean the tiger effect carries on to every tour and every Mm -hmm. event Mm -hmm. um but you see how hype Tiger gets for it. Uh, you saw him even talking about it just during the match. They were interviewing him a little bit, and he was just saying how excited he was, which, by the way, he said, and, and we, we're going to talk a little about the development and, and the of, of Charlie's game mm-hmm. over the last year or so because he's immediately a different player. Yeah, yep. Chuck asked him, has he gotten you yet? And he said, yeah, he's outdriven him. Mm-hmm. But he says he hasn't beaten, he hasn't beaten him. Though. He hasn't beaten right. him yet. But I tell you what, we talked about earlier in the show, the ball speed the Tiger's putting up. If if Charlie's coming anywhere close oh, forget to Tiger's distance, I mean, come on. What is he now, 13? 13, and he's hitting the ball that far. It's incredible. Um, but it used to be called a father-son challenge. Now they've kind of like widened it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm what I'm excited to see, too, is some of the we, – we could talk ty- Tiger and Charlie all day. Some of the other people in the field, A, watching the dailies, uh, it's going to be really exciting. That's going to be I a good I think too. they're flying under the radar to win this. I mean, they won last year, and I would still call them underdogs to Tiger. Not underdogs, but they're just not getting the same pub as Tiger and Charlie, which no. I think is insane. Well, because, nobody's gonna. Yeah. I mean, that's just the story. You know, it's nobody's but, JT. But the Dailies have been making such a resurgence into the media. John Daly this yeah. year has been yeah. one of the hottest names in golf. His son is also become one of the hottest names in golf, being on Good Good a bunch on Garrett's yeah. channel. So they both and signed a, a they're Hooters pulling tour. views. The Hooters deal, too, right? They both signed a Hooters deal. They did. I father think. son Hooters father, deal. Son, yeah. yeah. While we're on the dailies, real quick, I do have a quick question. Yeah. So Frank said just now that it's a one million dollar purse for this event. Yeah. And John Daly Jr. is still an NCAA golfer, and they won last year. Mm. So did John just get? that one million dollar check or did i don't think he got john a million jr get any of that money and void he obviously didn't get any of that money because it would have voided his ncaa right eligibility right. yeah and, and also his amateur status so like you can what you can do and i'm, I'm pretty sure and, and you guys again you guys are some of the best at at, at getting us in the comments if, if if you know the exact ruling let me know but from my understanding was always and i thought saw this of as well for like um uh where you have amateurs playing in in you know opens and things mm. like that i believe they can decline the the purse so that they can rem- keep their amateur right. status so what most likely can happen is yeah the money can all go to his father or whatever it may be he could have he, I, I would imagine he could decline taking the purse so that that way he remains you yeah. know for I'm, both nca and for his amateur i'm sure status. senior took care of him. <laughs> yeah right new car in the driveway or something i mean I'm, well yeah yes or no well he doesn't want to like i know mess up his ncaa career true he could be hold he could be, saying, he could be like, getting down gifts. the line i'll pay you, you know when you're older or whatever it may be yeah i'm sure he's set for life anyway, but i think but, yeah. the answer is like as far as an amateur you can turn down the the money 
so that you don't mess with your amateur. I status. thought that they brought it back. They changed the rule recently, but I could be wrong. They changed the rule recently for NIL deals. So you can make money as an amateur, I believe, on the NCAA if you have an NIL deal in place. That's mm -hmm. why John Jr. is also on that Hooters deal. Right. He got that Hooters deal. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. okay. I'm sure. I mean, the, the, the things change quickly. So if you guys know better, let us know in the comments. But um, but what's this field look like? A lot so of big names. Listen, huh? I, I'll tell you what. One thing that I, I can't get enough of watching Nellie Corda play. Yeah, please. I was really enjoying it last weekend. Um, sure, she was. She didn't end up being like anywhere near the the top ten towards the end. But, but I mean, if you want to model your swing off of something that's mm -hmm. just technically like as sound as can be, you know, and and get some really cool clips from from guys like Kisner and uh, Max Home over the weekend, just like calling her the tiger of uh, the LPGA Tour. Right. And it talks about the strength of, of the field on the LPGA Tour because they said, how do you not just win every week? Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, well, Lydia Ko gets me pretty often yeah, right, too. Right. But she said, like, never missing a fairway. Just like every part of her game is so good. It's not, you know, it's not just like she's driving the ball a long way or anything. Like her wedge game is something to model your wedge game after. Her mm -hmm. short game, like just the way that she attacks the course but I'll, I'll watch just like swing breakdowns of hers. It's just, there's nothing like you think of like, think like very like Adam Scott. Yeah. Like when you mm -hmm. say like a perfect golf swing, there's like mm -hmm. just nothing wrong with that swing. Yeah. And I wouldn't just, have a swing like that. Yeah. It's just absolutely incredible. So she's going to be playing. Talking um, about another female in the field. Sorry to cut you off there, Frank, but this was a clip that I saw at the hero mm -hmm. um, of Tiger. Annika Storensen. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how to say her name. Storensen. Mm -hmm. Yep. She went up to tiger at the hero and it was like one of the most genuine reactions was it with her son or something seen. yeah she was introducing uh, one of her ch uh, children to tiger and when tiger turned around to say hi he's like ani like yeah, just yeah. the most genuine reaction like shows that he's a pretty good dude respect yeah yeah i did you see the clip too with where nelly speaking of her went up to get a picture i love that i was just gonna say that was last that year clip. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was terrific great. but um so you've got justin thomas and mike thomas um they're of course JT kind of has to carry it. Mike, unfortunately, yep. was struggling, especially with some like injuries, some injuries. And stuff last year. So it's a little bit of like that would have to be a real sleeper because he's got to kind of do all the work versus like you think the dailies, they both could make a great shot. They make a really Definitely. great scramble team in that way. Uh, Nelly's playing with her is, father, Peter. Is that a, yep. Is that a best ball? scramble is it like uh, like how we play it? i believe so it's a true scramble it's a true scramble yeah. like like the match they were playing best ball they were playing best ball this yep. is a scramble so they'll both hit yep. and and i believe uh, also like they if i remember from last year especially well he was even smaller then but there were different tees right uh right like charlie right, right. was teeing off from a different tee um but you've got uh justin thomas we'll see uh again like i said jordan spieth uh will be playing again annika is playing um and it's just it's a fun field. Uh, you have the Duvals, uh, the Sinks. Yeah, you know the Sinks are always dark horses. They are. Yeah, and you see a lot of like the fun camaraderie. There's some guys who are in there. They Stewie. know they're not they're not in it to to win it, but right. they're like out there, and you can see like they'll have some fun. They'll make some right. plays. Gary uh, Player is a dark horse. Is he in it? <laughs> Gary Player. Yep. He's not playing this year. He He's is playing. Stop He's playing it. With Jordan Player. Oh uh, right. So he and and I think he's rotated before because he's got a couple of different sons who play. Okay. So I believe he's had different different ones play with him at different times. I think Bernard Langer's also playing. Bernard is playing. And I think he's the winning. Wait, you said Speeds in the field? Yep. Yeah, Jordan Speeds in the field. As who? What do you As mean? As himself. 
Is there a? He's there, playing with Sean Speed. Who's Sean? His dad? Yeah. Ah, I didn't. I didn't know Speed was in the field. Yeah. So, so he's joining. So now you got Speed and JT are in the field. Yeah. Wow. So do you see this as like a trend? Is like more and more? I think that yeah. There's there's a you're more, see, more people want to play in it, but yeah. but also it's like it gets more and more eyeballs every year. All right. But not anyone can just join this. Don't okay. forget. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. To qualify, you have to have won a major championship or the players championship to be eligible for an invitation. Which I had no idea last year. So everyone here is a is a major winner. Every person or in players. the field. It's just so at any point in your life, you win one of those and you can get invited. Yeah. So, for example, you've got like Gary Player, who's yeah. a major winner. It's not like an, in X amount of years. Anybody, if, you've, if you're a major winner, you can, you, can play, you can get your invite to play in this thing. Um, Nick Faldo's playing. Oh, that's cool. As well. So you've got this mix. It's like I said, it's a really cool mix. I know it's like a Champions Tour event, but it's a mix of Champions Tour and PGA Tour, and I look forward to it every time. I would love to see them do something similar with the PNC, like how they did the match. I would love to see all everybody on the field mic'd up with the AirPods in so they can talk to the announcers. Maybe not the, the kids and right, stuff right, like right. that, but like the, the tour player yeah, of the pair mic'd up talking through what their group is doing. I think that would be... The mic'd up thing is cool. Yeah. Those Such a great addition. So they're gold, you know, because we don't hear that every week. So it's true. It'd be cool if they eventually got to that. I want to ask you this question about the PNC. Do you think more people are excited to see Charlie or Tiger at this point? Because honestly, I'm a Charlie camp right now. I'm excited to see how much this kid has progressed in a year and where he's at right now. Sure. Charlie's getting Short a lot game of that, but I think Tiger's still... Right now, ultimately, like, yeah. he's the the big player. I mean, love Tiger to death, but I'm not excited to see this guy limp around the PNC. I'm stoked to see Charlie light it up. That's where my <laughs> stoke level is. Charlie. Yeah, but you know what? Like I said, I mean, sure, Tiger's, Tiger's Tiger, limping, but Tiger is still pulling off the shots. Yep. Um, Tiger, I think he played overall for like the weird conditions and like the 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 way they were structured like one club challenge yeah. and stuff you couldn't get a full gauge on it but i think tiger played really well mm-hmm. um and i think yeah t- people are people are there's a dual curiosity the one curiosity is just to s- check in on tiger's game and his health sure and the second thing Anytime is see how could, far charlie's yeah. progressed but speaking of which so all we can surmise this from is some clips that have come out on social media right but charlie's right in that age where like you're growing a lot and you're changing a lot very quickly mm-hmm. right in that age. Mm-hmm. You look at Charlie just last year versus this year and it's dramatic. Yeah. The, the amount his swing has progressed yep. last year. It was like this novelty of seeing like what felt like a kid, right? Like, look at this kid. He hits the ball so far. Now it's kind of like, check out this young man. Yes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying like this guy, like now I'm looking at him as like a legit youth golfer, kind of like the way I look at, um, uh, at you know, Daly Junior. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking. I'm like. I'm like. Whoa. Like this is. He. They showed. It's like his hands his are as big hands. as tigers. I know. That's now. what I was just trying to pull up. Ridiculous. Oh, talking about hands. Did How you guys see Speeth's hands? Oh yeah. The picture of Speeth's oh, hands. That. They were potentially the grossest things How I've ever seen in my life. Were. Yeah. I thought my hands got bad after the hundred swings challenge that, that I did, just but golf? he's got some mangled hands. Yeah. Interesting. Like, well, you think about a guy who's been hitting golf balls, hundreds of golf balls a day since he was this, you know, this tall. Yeah. But. Anyway, there's been a lot of clips making the rounds on social media. We're seeing how Charlie's swing has progressed. We see like the the uh, the side by side with his father, the side by side with like Rory. Who going back to we talked about this last week. Tiger was saying, "I told Charlie if you're going to model your swing off anybody, model off of Rory, right? More even so than me." Uh-huh. Um, 
but I think where the curiosity is going to be is to see where his game has progressed because, like I said, he's starting to come into his own a little bit and, and seeming less and less like a kid. I know he's still very young. I get all that. But, look, we've seen even on the LPGA Tour people winning at, at very, very young ages. Yeah. You know, yeah, Now we, we can start to start to really think of him as like a legitimate contender. Yeah, and I we, think we definitely you, can. It's exciting. I, I think if I'm putting my money anywhere this week, it's, it's on – it's You're going on Team them. Woods? It's on the Woods okay. team. Because they're, they're going to have to beat a strong daily team. I get that. Yeah. But if Tiger plays as good as, if not better, if he like a little bit of his competitive spirit rises to the occasion, he wants to win for his son. Because they came in second last year. Tiger, right? yeah. Tiger and Charlie. I believe so. With Given Charlie's development of how much he's improved and physically grown mm -hmm. over last year, and how well Tiger was still getting the ball around and putting up 178 mile an hour ball speed, you know. Yeah, well, absolutely. I think that they could be a deadly it's, duo, and they could win. I'd this love thing. to see it. I'm voting. I'm I'm rooting. Not rooting, but my prediction is Daly's for the repeat. You're going Woods. I'm going. Woods We're going to tune win. back next week and see who's got it. We're going to go. Woods Do you think me. Tiger and Charlie, after getting second place last year, just put a big circle on this weekend a year out they went to work said, right away that we're night. going to work Let's and go. we are not losing this again do you think they did something like that i do <laughs> i do because i i think that the the competitive spirit is something that's it's not gonna ever be removed from tiger and do you think, and tiger, I think tiger wants to see a win and he wants to sh you know win with his son yeah do you think tiger is using the pnc kind of as a way to gauge charlie's competitiveness and his ability to perform under pressure i personally think that it, i mean there's no doubt it's a huge learning yeah and, and you see tiger out there getting his son mm -hmm. some reps in, in yep. some competitive tournaments because yep. he knows like at the end of the day tournament golf and competitive golf is a different game than just going out there and firing a, a course record on your own mm -hmm. You know, and, and Tiger knows that Tiger grew up playing competitive golf. I'm sure he wants to get his son in there as much as possible, depending. I mean, they're still quiet about some of these things, but how much of a plan it is. And we can only read the writing on the wall for Charlie to become a competitive sure. golfer. It seems like he's heading in that direction. He's just got a lot of competition, man. He has a lot of competition, but I think that they've got their sights set on winning this thing. Tiger see, figures he's not getting any younger and he's going to be like, I'm going for it. And Charlie, I think yeah. he's come a long way. So you watch, dude. I think the next decade of golfers that are now like 10, nine, when they're 20, 21, with all the new technology, we're going to have some ridiculous golfers yeah. coming in the next future. I mean, even Charlie in that one round that Tiger caddied for him, he was minus one. I think the winner was minus 11. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of competition at young ages right now. There, it's crazy. There is. I, I've been seeing some of you just highlighted on YouTube golf. I, I forget some of the names, but I saw... Uh, a 17 year old kid who who played with Grant Horvat. Yeah, uh, that's right. And he just like, did I even say Grant's last name right? Horvat. Horvat. Yeah, I think you, yeah, you got that one right. I'm surprised, it right. but I'm you got put that one in the win column for Frank. Yeah, that's, that's a win. That, that but, uh, column's light. My, it was funny. My father doesn't even <laughs> really watch anything on YouTube. He, he sent me a text. He goes, watch this video. And it was one of Grant's videos. He goes, you won't believe this young kid, this 17-year-old kid. is yeah. like a phenom. Right. Uh, I'll have to get his name and everything. But it's true. There's just so much great, go great I golf thought, at the youth levels. Frank, I thought that your dad was going to send you the video where Grant got his dad on an all-new set of clubs. And he's going to be hey, like, hey, where's, hey mine? where's mine? Right. Yeah, right, right.
But Frank Luckily, didn't, he doesn't watch it that closely. Yeah, he didn't tell you that, that Frank Sr. and Frank Jr. are playing in the PNC. They're, they're the pace setters. <laughs> they're they're going to be mic'd up. Can you imagine? <laughs> I so tune in for that. That's all they need. That is all they need. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's do this quick, fun little segment. I'll let Zach key it up because like I, I teased you earlier, we're not going to keep you guys waiting anymore. Mike did, in fact, call Augusta National. Welcome back to this week in Tea Time Trolling with Mike and Frank. Good afternoon, Augusta National Golf Club. Hi, how are you? I'm traveling into town. I'll be entertaining some uh, some folks, and I wanted to book a tea time. Is this course open for public? Or? No, sir, unfortunately not. It is a private club, so it's just for members and their guests. Oh, okay. Is there any information about membership? Is there any way to join? It's by invitation only to, um, oh, wow. to become a member. Okay, and you have no idea what the fees are or Anything like that? No, sir. We don't disclose that. Ah, all right. Is there any courses in the area that are comparable that I can entertain? Um, let me check for you in a moment. Thanks. <laughs> I thought Thank I had you for it. Calling the Augusta Metro Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce. She said it's the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> so, first yeah. of all. I commend that the woman who answered the phone. Yeah. I'm keeping it so professional. She kept it professional. You man. know, leave leave it to Augusta National to be that professional. Because to me, I pick up the phone and you say you're going to play golf. I'll be, I would be like, sir, you play golf and you never heard of Augusta National. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'd be like, come on, man. You know? But it was kind of funny. You were you were just kind of like Googling it. Like, they have a phone number? Yeah. Let me just call Let's them. Let's try it. I mean, why not? But I love like when you asked her for comparable courses in the area, she just put you through to the Chamber, the Chamber of, of Commerce. Commerce. <laughs> She's like, let them deal yeah, with it. Yeah, let them figure it out. There's, oh a, there's a little muni down the road. Go yes, check it sir, out. It's, it's invitation only. Oh. So that was going. But then we wanted to take this one step further. Yes. So I don't know how you could take it further than that, but we found a way. We did. So now a golf course that you can actually play. Yep but is notorious for being the most expensive, I guess you'd call it a, a public course. Yeah. Shadow Creek. Shadow Creek in Las Vegas. So Mike figured let's call Shadow Creek and just get a gauge of what it would cost to play there and just wait till you hear this one. I'm trying to get some information about booking a tea time at Shadow Creek. What would you say the rates would be for just a normal tea time? Sure, so our green fee is $1,000 per player. And then that green fee covers the round trip hotel limo and the cart and caddy. And then caddy and limo driver gratuity is additional. You have to be staying at the resort or you can book a tea time without it? No, you do have to be staying at an MGM property. So the, the round of golf would be $1,000 for greens fees and the caddy's tips would be separate. Right, yeah, caddy and limo driver would be um, additional. And the limo, you got to get the limo driver, gotta of course. So it's to be $1,000 a player plus an extra 100 so say 1100 times four guys would be about four. Four hundred for the and and your extra hundred was was actually lowballing it because I'm sure it's a hundred a caddy, I'm sure. and that didn't include the limo driver. So so we went even further with this, which we don't see in that call. We decided let's call up or at least check out online the MGM Grand's rates. Yeah. So what do you see for rooms there? I mean, they range, but they were like six to eight hundred dollars for the night. So if you just went for the one night, which you're probably not going to go for one night, but you got to assume your hotel for a few nights is going to be about three grand. Right. So all in, you're looking at it costing you about $1,500 a player yep. to play this course. Mm -hmm. So 
And what's so interesting about the course is you have to be staying at the MGM Grand and you have to take the limo. Maybe not the MGM Grand or but MGM any property. of the MGM properties, which right. I believe there are quite a few in So Vegas. that might lower the cost. But did you a notice little. she talked about the limo as being ha- a part of it? Yeah, you had, can't just drive there. Right. You can, so like the limo has to pick you up and bring you over, which is a cool experience. Oh, sure. But if you're thinking about you probably tip the limo driver, maybe that's not quite as much. Maybe it's like $25 each. So it's like a hundred dollar tip if you got four guys. Probably. What do you Max. tip a limo driver? Twenty percent of yeah, what? We don't know. Yeah. We don't even know what the the rate right. would be, the limos included. <laughs> but then the caddy fee was included, but not the caddy tip. So you think about another hundred dollars a bag. Right. So yeah, you're you're all in. I mean, you're talking about with the room, probably fifteen hundred dollars a person. It's an experience. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to play Shadow Creek, you definitely have the means. So I, I guess so. Right. I think either either you've won big. While right. you're out there and you're like, yo, I'm taking some of my winnings and I'm playing Shadow Creek. Right. Either that or it's like the ultimate business expense of entertaining like a mm-hmm. big client. Like yeah. I'll take you out to Shadow Creek. We got to get out there and play it. There's something like that. But, maybe but not can at that you rate. imagine? <laughs> I mean, you're talking about the cost of a set of clubs for a tea time. Yeah. Absolutely. Just incredible. That's pretty wild. So uh, tea time trolling. trolling? Uh, who should we call next? Put it in the comments. Let us know. Michael, dial him up. He's got him on speed dial. He's ready to go. Let's go. (laughs) Anyway, that's everything we have for you guys this week. Enjoy the PNC, and we'll see everybody again next week.